Entrepreneur on Fire 536. Mix a little inspiration with perspiration and a dash of Entrepreneur on Fire. Now you have the ingredients to success. Here's the master chef, John Lee Dumas. We all hate spam. With MailRoute, you get cloud-based email filtering that keeps the spam out and so much more. For a free trial, go to MailRoute.net and enter promo code EOF for 10% off the lifetime of your account. Design projects can get really expensive really fast. Start your next design project for as little as $199. Plus, visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Mark J. Kohler. Mark, are you prepared to ignite? I am ready to ignite. Yes. (laughs) Mark is a best-selling author, national speaker, radio show host, and lawyer. Mark's seminars have helped thousands of individuals and small business owners navigate legal, regulatory, and financial laws to greater success and wealth. Mark, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Well, thank you. I, I probably will say right off the bat, um, I'm also a CPA and we have an accounting firm that oftentimes dwarfs the law practice that we have. I, I'm a partner in both a law and accounting firm. And some days, John, I'll wake up and I have to say I enjoy accounting a lot more than lawyers and all the <laughs> arguing that goes on. So I have to throw that out as part of my personality. So I, I love numbers. I think it's a huge part of entrepreneurship. And I actually got my accounting degree and CPA license before I got my law degree. So I would consider myself a tax lawyer. But uh, live in Southern California, wife and four kids. And I my passion is uh, probably surfing as much as I can right now before my body gets too old and breaks down. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just loving life and love to play a little racquetball and snow ski if I can. And but I have, I'm an entrepreneur, so many of you listening who are entrepreneurs know that, that finding personal time to play is hard, but uh, that's okay. I love what I do. <sighs> I just look at all of my personal time as play, Mark, and that's how I get through my 60, 70, yikes, sometimes 80-hour weeks, and we're definitely going to dive into your journey, Mark, because it is a fascinating one. I mean, CPA, lawyer, entrepreneur, national speaker, best-selling author, radio show host. I mean, what don't you do? Surfer, skier. (laughs) But before we dive into that, Mark, we start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. I was grateful that you asked me to uh, think about that before the show. And I I really thought, what is my mantra? Um, And I've really tried to pass this on to my teenagers, my son that's in college now. And I, I tell so many clients of mine this too, and it's just, um, I probably just put it this way, just figure it out and don't give up. And I think a lot of people uh, uh, feel overwhelmed with the complexities of uh, a project or a small business. And I have never considered myself the smartest person in the room, but I am highly, highly determined and I just won't give up. And I think uh, that grit and that determination can make up for a lot of other weaknesses. And uh, I encourage all of you out there, just just figure it out. It's cool. You can do it. And don't give up. Um, half the game is just showing up. I just tell my kids that all the time. That's, that's half the battle. It's just showing up. 
And Mark, there's a great book that I love to recommend to Fire Nation, many of whom have already read, but it's The Dip by Seth Godin. You know, he really dives in a really eloquent manner into that, into how many entrepreneurs and small business owners, they just don't stay in the game long enough. They just don't keep on trucking. And a lot of them give up right before the success is there. You know, I love that um, story of that gold miner that went out to Alaska and he was mining for months and months, I think even over a year. And then he just finally gave up because he wasn't finding any gold. And somebody bought his claim and took like two more shovelfuls and found the biggest golden nugget ever. And, you know, instead of it just crushing that guy's soul, he was back east by this time. He just said, you know what? I'm never going to give up again. And he didn't. And because he never gave up again, he was a wild success, probably way more successful than he ever would have been had he found that golden nugget. So it's a great message for entrepreneurs. It's a great story. Seth Godin's book, The Dip, talks about it so perfectly because, again, it's not like a hard and fast rule because there are some times you do need to say, the only way that I'm going to get out of this hole is to stop digging. But a lot of times those are few and far in between. And Mark, what I really want to do now is take the spotlight of this interview and turn it to you because you're our spotlighted guest today. And we want to talk about your journey as an entrepreneur. And you've had some successes. You've had some great aha moments, which we're going to get to. But I first and foremost want to start with a failure. I want to talk about a time that you fell flat on your face. And, you know, it was tough to get up, but obviously you did. Tell us that story, Mark, and the lessons you learned. Well, John, I didn't want to start with that. Jeez. <laughs> well, my show, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> man, man, I didn't expect that. You know, um, probably the most challenging time. I, okay, this is this is a really, John, I haven't shared this story. Whoa, I love when I hear that. In, in a, and I don't know if ever, and it's in a long time, certainly with anyone. Um, I've always been an entrepreneur. So let me set the stage here. I was the kid that had the lemonade stand. Uh, was selling plants on the sidewalk to anybody on this in the summertime. I mean, I I had a, a little courier service in college with a Volkswagen bus. I you know I did it all. I mean, I've I think I added up once that I I've tried to start twenty seven different businesses, and I've 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 always been an entrepreneur. Well, when I became a CPA and an attorney, and I had my own law office and my own accounting office, and this is about ten years ago. And I was um, so excited. Okay, I got my office. I'm cranking. <laughs> and what happens is a small business consultant, tax lawyer, CPA, um, I have clients coming through my office every day, you know, with their ideas. And, of course, a lot of people um, want me on board. Hey, Mark, you know, cut me a deal or I'll give you a part ownership or I'll do this or do that with you. Uh, why don't you partner with me? And it was the first of my life where I felt that freedom to uh, – to just really embark on any project I wanted. Uh, not that I was financially secure, but I, I had the tools, I had my office, I had a, a, an assistant, I was ready to go. Well, what happened was um, I spread myself too thin, too fast. And when I talk about not giving up, don't give up as an entrepreneur, but if <laughs> certainly there's gonna be projects that you have to walk away from and start new ones, that's fine. But I, you don't give up on entrepreneurship. and. But nonetheless, I had started too many projects, and uh, and there was one where we started a small airline, uh, a, a courier type um, commuter service. Uh, where our home office is in southern Utah, out in the desert, and it's really hard to get anywhere to Phoenix or Vegas or Salt Lake quick. So uh, I was part of an FBO, a fixed a fixed base operation, where we got some investors, bought a plane, 
And it was just a small little plane that could commute people. And if you get the FAA's approval, you can charge a fee and have a little pilot buzz people around. So we did this and we spent a, a lot of money on it and it, uh, it failed miserably. <laughs> and the, you know, I, I met an FAA agent that said, uh, oh, you want to make money in the airline industry, Mark? Start with, the, uh, start with two million and you'll make a million. And it, <laughs> it, is, it is a tough, the worst. Um, airlines, when you hear about airlines losing money, it's everywhere in between. But anyway, the point is, it was a rude, rude awakening for me. My wife was at the time I remember vividly going, what in the heck are you doing, Mark? You don't need to start all these businesses. Your business is being a great CPA and an attorney. Do what you know best and don't spread yourself so thin. And that was the, the awakening I had in entrepreneurship that I did need to focus uh, my energy and um, and that worked for me. Uh, it was very important, and I and I do talk to a lot of clients about that concept. Maybe I don't share that story in particular. It was a very embarrassing experience, <laughs> but but anyway, I I think uh, that was the the biggest uh, learning experience for me with a failure is, uh, is is staying focused and not spreading myself too thin. So, Mark, that's a powerful message, and I know Fire Nation is going to resonate with it because we do talk often about two things. One is the word focus, which I love that word. I love the acronym for it, which is follow one course until success. And the other end of the spectrum from that word focus is the bright, shiny object syndrome. And unfortunately, so many entrepreneurs get caught up in just that. Like, oh my God, this is so cool. Let me go chase that rabbit hole. Let me go chase this. Let me chase that. And you lose focus on A, what you're really passionate about, B, what you're really good at, and C, you're just losing focus. And as an entrepreneur, if you really want to dominate a niche, if you really want to succeed in a powerful way, you need to have that focus. You can't have that bright, shiny object syndrome. You have to put those blinders on and just continue to move in the right direction. So great lesson, Mark, great takeaway. And just boil it down in one sentence, Mark. Let's make this quick into one sentence of one takeaway that you want Fire Nation to walk away with from this experience. Stay focused and don't spread yourself too thin. Stay focused. Do not spread yourself too thin. And I love and I want to reiterate one more time. If you want to make a million dollars, make a billion dollars and then start an airline. Does that, does that sound about right, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to start with two and uh, maybe you'll make oh, it. Oh, love it. Tough. So, Mark, let's go to the other end of the spectrum now because you've already proven yourself to be a great storyteller. And that's what I really want to impress upon you is that myself, Fire Nation, the listeners here today, we love stories because we resonate with stories. We learn from stories. And you have some amazing ones. You share with us a very embarrassing failure. Thank you for being generous with that. So now let's go to the other end of the spectrum and share with us an aha moment. Share with us a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. And again, Mark, take us down to the ground level. Tell us that story and the steps that you took to turn that idea into success. Thank you. And maybe it's just a concept of practicing and doing business uh, for all entrepreneurs listening to the nation uh, from the Fire Nation here today. It's not maybe uh, this incredible invention I had while I was driving down the road. I think this happens to a lot of successful entrepreneurs. There's a point in your business, and many of you listening, think about when you really started to take ownership of your small business and you started to calculate your profit. So you're, you know, this is the numbers guy in me. 
So you're you're out there making sales. Your your revenue's coming in. You maybe got QuickBooks. You've got your bank account set up. You're depositing money, and you're spending money on things you think you need. You're trying to market and ex- and it's the end of the month, and you got to make your house payment. You got to make your car payment. Got to go get groceries, and you look to your business account, and there's nothing there. And maybe for some of you as entrepreneurs, that first month a light bulb goes off. But for me, it took a lot longer. And what happened at one point, and I was actually reading the bio, the autobiography of Benjamin Franklin, which was a fantastic book. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. And uh, when he was writing under his uh, pen name, writing his uh, articles each week, he, he, of course, gave the quote many of us have heard before, a penny saved is a penny earned. And as an entrepreneur, there's that day, I really believe, in all entrepreneurs' lives where they realize huh, if I wanted to take home more money this month so I could buy groceries and make my house payment or pay my rent, I shouldn't have bought that stupid expense three weeks ago in my business. (laughs) And they figure out that a penny saved in your business ultimately is an extra dollar in your pocket at the end of the month. And those pennies add up. And I think for especially many of you that are making that shift to an entrepreneur mindset, we, we spend the money of our employer, oh, we need post-its or we need this, and we, we spend it indiscriminately. We don't, we don't really care about what we spend in our small business. Oh, we need to market. Spend money on marketing. And then we forget that that's our money we're really spending. That's my profit I'm spending. So I've really become cheap. <laughs> become frugal. Much, Frugal's a word. Frugal. I've become much more – my wife calls it cheap. I call it frugal. <laughs> yes, thank you, John. Um, but no, I think a successful entrepreneur is frugal because they really realize that a penny saved is a penny earned. And that was my aha moment. Um, I quote that so, so often for clients as they start their accounting system for their small business, tracking expenses, tracking income. They may not need budgets, but they need to at least track their expenses so they can be very careful. Powerful. Mark, that's a great takeaway for Fire Nation to really look at the numbers because when it comes down to the end of the month, if you want to continue in this entrepreneurial venture, there has to be something there. And so, Mark, you went a little aerial on us there. You didn't really tell us that great story that you, t- you share with us during that failure segment, but that's fine because we did take away a great <laughs> lesson. So I'm going to let you go. Normally, I hold people's feet to the fire to make them come back and, and really bring it down for us. But What I want you to do is just kind of redeem yourself a little bit with this next question. Okay, okay, okay. What is your proudest entrepreneurial moment in time? Take us there. I want to be there with you during this moment. John, great question. Um, Well, let me start at the beginning, and it it really comes together for me and one of the proudest moments just in the last few months. Uh, In fact, I'm going to even reference an experience I had yesterday uh, that – really capitulates what I've been feeling the last few months. So when I came out of law school, um, I, you know, I, I went to work for a small firm and immediately, of course, I hated working for other people. And so me and some other lawyers jumped ship and started our own practice within <laughs> a year. And I, again, that entrepreneur in me was just burning a passion, you know, that fire and I had to ignite it and go, you know. So um, I went out and started my own firm. Within two years, we started the accounting firm. And it was just me and another guy and two secretaries. And we're just in this little office. 
cranking away. I was getting involved in the local chamber, donating time at the local hospital and coaching Little League and just getting involved in the community and loving being an entrepreneur and being on having my own ship and just sailing it. Um, I was going through those experiences of getting spread too thin and learning how to focus. <laughs> and uh, for the last 10 years, it's just been you, – you, you put your head down and you just – work and you work and you work and it's hard to come up and take a breath and take and see where you're at. And like I said, in the last few months, I've had a couple of those experiences where I've been able to do that. And so yesterday, one of those moments that was really special is I, I we had a, a huge staff meeting and there was 30 people in the room and I had this agenda planned. I was going to get up and talk about some marketing items and some systemization issues. And I was so humbled. I was like, just really emotional looking around at 30 people that were on my payroll that have families and that this business of mine, this accounting and law firm, we're now supporting how many hundreds of people in, in, in a sense, you know, as you look out at all the family members and the people they affect. And it, and I just felt really grateful to be a, to have them a part of my life, but to be a, a, an owner of a business where I can employ others. And I, and I know many entrepreneurs listening to the show that's a huge gratifying experience when you can write, sign a paycheck for another person and provide a livelihood. They may not be entrepreneurs. You're the entrepreneur. That's cool. I get it. But there's people that want a job and they want to be a part of something special. And so yesterday in my staff meeting, I just got up and I just emotionally told everybody thank you for just sharing their, their lives with our practice and our firm and sat back down. And that was it. That was my message because I was just so overwhelmed. And I think that was a, a moment uh, for me as an entrepreneur where it all it's all come together in some ways, where all that hard work is uh, is really a, I've created a family and a, a business family where we all are in it together. It's exciting. I want to key in on that, on that word family, Mark, because I think it's so important, so valuable as entrepreneurs. So for myself, when I first started Entrepreneur on Fire, it was just me. And since then, I've grown, and now we are a team of four. It's myself, it's my girlfriend, Kate, and we have two virtual assistants over in the Philippines. And I will say that on the 1st and the 15th of every month, I actually get excited to send them their paycheck because I know that that is how they are surviving. That's how they are providing for their family and they are my family too. Like they send me pictures of their house, of when they go out to dinner at restaurants. And like I know that they're being a part of Entrepreneur on Fire and me paying them is allowing them to have these great experiences. And I'm actually going out to the Philippines in March to speak at a great conference. And I'm flying my virtual assistants out to the island I'm speaking at, Cebu so I can meet them and sit down and take them out to dinner and have a great time and get to see them face to face for the first time. And they've been working for me and with me, you know, for a couple of years now. So it's, you know, really powerful as an entrepreneur when you can provide that. And Mark, that point that you really made, I think is great is it's, it's great. Like they're not entrepreneurs and that's fine. Like maybe your employees, maybe people that work for you aren't entrepreneurs. You're the entrepreneur and be proud of the fact that you are providing for others because of what you're doing as an entrepreneur. And Mark, what I want to do is bring this interview to present times and to talk about today. The story that you just shared was very recent and I like that, but I want you to share with Fire Nation right now one thing that just has you really fired up in your life. What's got me fired up in my business right now, and I know it sounds weird to say it, but I'm going to just throw it out there, is video. I know that sounds weird, but <laughs> um, I have just 
we we moved to a new office six months ago so I could create a studio. And now we have um, a white screen, a green screen. I've got a full-time young video producer, this college kid. And and we've got invested in some cameras and nothing real expensive. It's all been ghetto. We've been finding all the deals, you know, on how to create incredible video scenes and stuff. But I have just really been excited about creating more video. And I think as an entrepreneur out there, anybody listening, um, the SEO opportunities, uh, search engine optimization uh, aspects of getting your site, your message, your blogs, your images, your message out there. Um, video is a is is just growing. It's so powerful, and whether it's a little thirty second Instagram or it's a, a professional video, we're producing a lot more. And there's clients of mine all over the country, all over the world, that that need tax and legal advice, but can't afford to fly here, or maybe over in a phone is extremely helpful. But having a video and a whiteboard. Um, so I'm just fired up about that right now, John. So and I think it's a, it's 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 a piece that complement. Now this is an important point. It complements what I'm already doing. I'm not spreading myself thin. I'm I'm adding another aspect to my business that helps me be better. And I've always been excited about photography and cameras. And I I, I think I wanted to be an actor in a previous life. So it gives me a chance to be a dorky <laughs> CPA on camera. But anyway, that's what I'm excited about right now. Rightfully so, Mark. I'm excited about video too. It's actually something that I am very actively looking to implement into Entrepreneur on Fire, what we offer. And a quick little side note, Mark, because you said you wanted to be an actor in a past life. I kind of did too, to be honest with you. And for me, I took a four-month hiatus out to India um, after my service in the military. And during that time, I was in a Bollywood movie. True story. Oh, wow. That is, and you know, the movies out in India, there's more money and people that see a lot of movies in India than in the United States. I just learned that the other day. Their, their movies are huge, aren't they? Unbelievably huge. There's a billion people in India. I mean, you know, four times the size of the United States, literally population wise. And every single person there is obsessed with the movies that are created. <laughs> and Mark, we're about to hit the lightning round, but let's first thank our sponsors. I often talk about taking that entrepreneurial leap, the things you need to do to get started. At 99designs, you can quickly get the designs you need in the beginning. A logo, website design, social media images. Oh, and have you considered email marketing yet? Email may seem like Twitter's older, less attractive sister, yet surprisingly, it remains one of the most cost-effective channels to connect with your audience all around the world. It can efficiently hit a huge audience and produce quick results, when done right, of course. Do you need an eye-catching email for your next campaign? The community at 99designs can create a custom design just for you. For just $299, you'll get about 20 designs to choose from, and your happiness is 100% guaranteed. What if you could start your next design project today and have dozens of designs to choose from in just seven days? You can. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Did you know that 90% of all mail traffic is garbage? 
Who has the time for that with a cloud-based email filtering service, one that operates outside of your network to reduce both network and server load, you could be saving yourself a ton of time and stress. Think about it like this. How much more time and energy could you be putting into bigger projects if you weren't concerned with the mail traffic on your server? Whitelist, blacklist. Imagine being able to work on your business instead of in your business when it comes to email deliverability. No one wants to worry about their mail server being compromised because of spam or viruses. And with MailRoute, you won't have to. Set it and forget it. That's what you can expect from MailRoute, where there is no hardware or software to install and live customer support available to help you when you need it most. For a free trial, go to MailRoute.net, enter promo code EOF for 10% off the lifetime of your account. And Mark, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I've always been an entrepreneur. Um, I think what's holding held me back is um, creating the stability to be an entrepreneur. All of us entrepreneurs have ups and downs in our income that makes it challenging to do the projects we want to do. And so probably the, the biggest thing that's held me up over the years is creating stable enough income so I can take on the projects I want to take on. What is the best advice you've ever received? To take calculated risks. And there's two key words in there. First, the verb to take action. And number two, the adjective calculated. I used to be a lot more reckless in taking on projects. I wouldn't look for the worst case scenario. I just get excited about it and go. And now I take much more time to analyze the worst case scenario so that I can be more calculated and prevent possible failure. Can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? I try to take a private moment every morning, uh, 20 to 30 minutes to read scriptures, pray, meditate, and try to find that, uh, that focus that I need to, to be a better person, not just a better business owner, a better father, a better husband. And so scripture study every morning for me is just sets the tone for the day. And if I don't do it, it, it throws off my whole day. Mark. At the beginning of this interview, I shared with you what the acronym for FOCUS is. Let's see how good of a lawyer, how good of a CPA, how good of a memory you have. What is that acronym? <laughs> FOCUS. Um, when you said it, I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. I've never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't even think of the first word. <laughs> uh, FOCUS. <laughs> Follow one course until success. Mark J. Kohler, you get an F. Oh, man. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? I love what I'm producing. I've got my own videos and blogs and articles. And I think for a small business owner, the tax and legal support is unparalleled out there. So that's my my website, markjkohler.com. But um, I love entrepreneur.com. I write a lot for Entrepreneur Magazine. Entrepreneur.com provides incredible articles, tips, and strategies, and resources. And I think if you're going to be an entrepreneur, uh, subscribing to the magazine and, and, and their podcasts, their newsletters is powerful. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything else that we've been chatting about in today's episode by going to eofire.com slash Mark J. Kohler. And Mark, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? 
Besides my own books, uh, my most favorite book that's probably impacted me the most, and I've read it multiple times, is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I know it's a cliche to say that because it's such a worldwide phenomenon. I mean, it's just a huge book, um, and some may think that's it's not complex enough to challenge them. But uh, those seven habits and sharpening the saw, which I referenced early on about that morning scripture study or whatever it could be, I just love it. So seven habits, Stephen Covey. You go, man. God rest your soul. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Mark, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Well, John, that's an interesting question. Maybe because I'm so uh, overworked and stressed out right now, if I had a week where I could just hide out with 500 bucks, I'd go buy a surfboard and just surf every day for five days and relax so I could come back and be better focused. <laughs> that's a great answer, Mark. <laughs> I really love when people say, you know what? If I really was in that situation, if it was really me, Mark J. Kohler, waking up in this crazy new world, I don't have to worry about food or shelter. I don't know anybody. Nobody knows me. I'm hitting the surf, baby. So, Mark, I've enjoyed hearing your journey. The stories were very impactful. Share with Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. First, find that mojo in you that makes you just ignite your fire. What is it that you want to do? And create a business around that. Try to. T I do a radio show myself every year where I talk about turning your hobby into a business. And if you can find a way to do business with what you love doing, it will increase your chances of success exponentially. Um, and to get a hold of me, my website's a great place to start, and all my contact information and education and books and videos and all of my articles, it's all there. Mark. J. Kohler, that's Mark, M-A-R-K, J is in Jolly, and then K-O-H-L-E-R.com, markjkohler.com. Come check me out. Well, Mark, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've talked about, the resources, the books, all this great information at eofire.com. Just enter Mark in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. And Mark, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Fire Nation, are you using webinars to sell your products, to build your email list, to grow your brand awareness? Why the heck not? I know that can be scary, but with Webinar on Fire, we take you step by step on how to create, present, and convert your webinar. Podcasters Paradise did over $500,000 in sales on live webinars in just four months. And on this free live workshop, we'll show you how you can start hosting your webinar today. Webinaronfire.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 